Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Should the 49ers trade for Stephon Gilmore? Uh, cornerback, formerly with New England, last year was with Carolina, this year is with the Indianapolis Colts, was a free agent, and a lot of people, including myself, thought he was a target for the 49ers in free agency. Of course, the 49ers make a great move going with Charvarius Ward, and he has worked out fantastically. So it was a smart move. He's a younger player than Stephon Gilmore. And with Emmanuel Mosley on the other side, you had a really good young tandem to be able to build around for years to come, potentially. But during the year, Emmanuel Mosley gets hurt. And you got to think about what is going to happen with that cornerback position, because when you have a guy that can play opposite of Charverius Ward, this defensive freedom that they have is so intense. They can do so many things with their safeties and linebackers that they can make a lot of plays. Talano Ufonga is allowed to play freely to be able to make plays and create less pressure on Taquan, uh, on Tishon Gibson to be able to make plays. Jimmy Ward won't have to play the nickel. There's a lot of reasons why the 49ers may need to address the cornerback position now. We have Jason Verrett, but what is Jason Verrett going to be? Jason Verrett right now has not been able to get back on the field. Of course, we would love it for a Verrett to play the outside corner opposite of Ward, you already have him under contract. He's not going to cost you anything. Then you can take Lenore and stick him back inside. With Lenore and Womack on the inside, you would feel more comfortable moving Jimmy Ward back to safety. But what are you going to get from Jason Verrett? We know he's activated. They at least believe there's potential for him to be able to contribute to this 53-man roster over the next several weeks. And we could find out. He could play against the Chargers. He could start against the Los Angeles Chargers after the bye week. But what if he isn't ready? What if he's not capable of playing this year? What if he gives it a go and it's a lot like 2019 against Pittsburgh and he's just not right? There's question marks there. So the 49ers have to determine, can we go with Diameter Lenore at corner 
on the outside and risk playing someone else in the nickel. They did a good job against the Los Angeles Rams. I got to give them a lot of credit. Holding the Rams to 14 points, holding the Rams offense from crossing midfield the entire second half. It's fantastic. But the way you have to do it, the creativity you have to play with, can that consistently work? You played Kansas City and you saw what happens against that extreme talent and scheme that Andy Reid plays with. What are you going to do against the Bills if you get to the Super Bowl? Because right now, the 49ers aren't just about getting to the Super Bowl. They're about winning the Super Bowl. You don't go make a trade for Christian McCaffrey without the belief you can win a Super Bowl. And that's what they're trying to do. And this could potentially be one of those moves if you go against Stephon Gilmore. And of course, the first thing you always have to ask is compensation. What would it take draft pick-wise? What's it going to cost you financially? Well, let's start with the financial implications of this. During the offseason, Stephon Gilmore signed a two-year deal with the Indianapolis Colts. This year, his contract is worth $7.2 million. You prorate that between the games that have already been played. He's going to be owed a remaining $4 million that the 49ers would have to take on. So $4 million is not very expensive to get a player of Stephon Gilmore's ability. Uh, is he the same guy he was with New England when he was an All-Pro? Probably not. Is he still playing at a very high level? Yes, he is. And we'll go through that in a minute. So Stephon Gilmore is not expensive, but you're asking he, the next year, he's got another year on that deal and it's worth $12 million. So the 49ers paid Emmanuel Mosley $6.5 million this year. They're paying Charverius Ward over $12 million. Can you afford to have another corner opposite of Charverius Ward that makes $12 million? Maybe not. Could you work out an extension? Probably could. But here's the kicker. Stephon Gilmore, if he's released during the offseason, will only cost the 49ers salary cap $2 million in dead money, which means you can, you can make that work. Uh, you can bring in a Stephon Gilmore depending on what draft capital you have to get up. And at this point, you would think it would need to be a mid-round pick. Now, the 49ers have definitely cleared the cupboard using the Christian McCaffrey trade. They traded their two, their three, their four, their five in 2024. But you can make things work. You can find swaps. You can do things. You're going to have comp picks. You can start trading away some of those third-round comp picks for Stephon Gilmore if needed. It all depends on what you're willing to do as a franchise and how all-in you are going to go. Now, what do the numbers look like between Stephon Gilmore and Emmanuel Mosley? Uh, Mosley was playing at a high level. I think everyone believes that Emmanuel Mosley was doing a really good job for the 49ers. Now, I'm going to turn to PFF. Of course, they go play-by-play. I just want to get somewhat of a, an idea of how the two players pump. I don't always love using P PFF, uh, but I want to get it because I don't watch Stephon Gilmore play every single week. I try to watch it, you know, the, the Indianapolis Colts when I can. But let's be honest. We are focused on the 49ers as much as possible. That's who we really pay attention to. So when you're going out for outside help, you've got to turn to, you know, different sort of algorithms and people that watch these. So let's go. Emmanuel Mosley, uh, it has a 70.9 overall grade from pff it's pretty good um he's done a very good job now he was targeted 20 times which is tied for 90th they just did not take many shots at emmanuel mosley that probably means he was all over the receiver or the receivers didn't or the receivers didn't have time because the quarterback didn't have time with the pass rush but he gave up 13 receptions on those 20 targets only seven times did he prevent a catch from occurring i think that is very interesting now let's look at Stephon Gilmore's numbers, see how they relate and, you know, kind of differentiate from Emmanuel Mosley. So he is a 72.3 grade. So he played more football games and he has a better grade than Emmanuel Mosley. And we all say Emmanuel Mosley in the defense, 
they are absolutely spectacular. So if you add a player that's playing at a higher rate, could your defense actually be better? Now let's look at his numbers. His targets, 47. So they have thrown consistently at Stephon Gilmore. That's eighth in the NFL. So uh, teams are not shying away from Stephon Gilmore, but Gilmore is still hanging in there. Gilmore has allowed 28 uh, receptions, but that is a much lower uh, average than Emmanuel Mosley. That is tied for 17th. Mosley, 90th percentile. And then you've got, you know, Stephon Gilmore up there at 17. And he's made four past, you know, past defenses. Uh, he's also had an interception, which Emmanuel Mosley had one interception as well. But I think you could see that this would be a nice comp for the 49ers overall. Yes, you lose Emmanuel Mosley. Uh, there's no way to completely you know, recover from that, except maybe a move like Stephon Gilmore. And Gilmore has stayed pretty healthy this year. Yeah, he almost you know had a stint where he didn't play, uh, but he has been playing in every football game this year. I think that is a, that's good news for any team that's interested in getting him. And the Colts are kind of in one of those transition periods. Are they sellers? Are they buyers? Are they just staying put? They've already given up on Matt Ryan. They're turning to, to Jake Ellinger. They're making decisions right now that could affect a veteran player like Stephon Gilmore who wants to win. And a better opportunity for him could be the 49ers. We know he was interested in before. So could John Lynch pull a trigger on a move to be able to get Stephon Gilmore to San Francisco if it ended up being one of those comp picks, even a mid-round comp pick? Could they work it out knowing they're going to end up getting D'Amico Ryan's comp pick back? Potentially a comp pick for somebody else walking away. Potentially even you know figuring something out uh, with somebody else. It, it could be a way to make sure you insulate yourselves in case Jason Verrett is not capable and you're not comfortable with Deion Lenore going out there and starting the remainder of your football games. I thought Lenore did pretty good against the Rams. Struggled against Kansas City. Which Lenore is the, the Lenore you're going to get? Now, I'm a huge fan of him, but I like Lenore playing better in the nickel. I think that's better for the 49ers defense. And knowing that we have a corner opposite Charverius Ward that can lock you down at times, I think is important because that's something that he can do. Gilmore is a man coverage corner. He can handle it. He's been an all pro in this league. It's very interesting. Now, your coverage kind of clean. What would what can you give up? Are you willing to take that risk? If the 49ers are ta- willing to take that risk, I think financially it makes sense for them. And overall scheme-wise, it makes sense for them. 49ers may be targeting Stephon Gilmore. Who knows? Uh, Kyle Shannon said they may not make a move, but they're always listening. Uh, and they're going to have conversations. Last year, he said the same thing. And they walked away with Charles and Minahue. So uh, defensive linemen is always a possibility. But here's an opportunity for the 49ers to strengthen their secondary, which was a little uh, different what they did in the offseason, bringing in Ward but it's paid huge dividends. Could they do it again? We'll see. I think this is one of those fun things. Let me know what you think about trading for Stephon Gilmore. Are you totally out on it? I think that's okay if you are. Uh, If you're in like me, do it. Uh, You're going all in for a Super Bowl. Why not? Uh, Then let me know in the comment section down below. Uh, Please like the video. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, please subscribe and hit that notification bell so you know when a video always comes out or when I go live. Hope you guys are all having a really good day. It's going to be a fun trade deadline coming up. We'll see what the 49ers do. Maybe it includes a move for Stephon Gilmore. Maybe it doesn't. Either way, go Niners. Everybody have a great day. Stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.